Mishnah in this week's parasha, parasha Yisrael. The main subject of Parsha Yisrael, obviously, was the revelation of Hashem on Har Sinai, in which He gave us the Aseris and Dibrais and the Torah, which came through with that. But previous to that, there is a story in the Torah of Yisrael coming to join Kal Yisrael. There is a big machlekes. Gemara brings. Did Yisrael come? Is this chronologically in order? Did Yisrael come before Matantara? Or did Yisrael really come after Matantara? And even according to the opinion that Yisrael actually came before Matantara, much of the story which is discussed here occurred after Matantara. So clearly the story of Yisrael in, in its entirety is, is chronologically out of order. We know there's a concept in Muktam Mokhar Batara there. Torah is not written in chronological order. Torah has different reasons for why things are written in the order that they are. So the question is, why was it important for the story of Yisrael coming to be mentioned before Mount Torah? Like, what, why do we have to know about that before Mount Torah? That's a question. And, and you could really ask the question, even if Yisrael really did come before Mount Torah, if ain't muktam muktam why was it important to, to mention it before? But, let, but the question is, why would Yisrael have to? Why, why is prior the Torah being given to Kalei Yisrael or Prior to Matan Torah, um, or the Maimon Harsinai, maybe better said, it would, we had to know about Yisra coming. And also, why is the end of the Parsha? It's interesting. The end of the Parsha, it, it, the last <coughs> thing mentioned in the Parsha is that Hashem commands Kalisro <coughs> to to make a Mizbeach Adama, which is the, the outside Mizbeach, not the Mizbeach Hazab, which, which sits inside the Hechal, the Mizbeach which sits in the Chotzer. Um, that Mizbeach was made of earth. And Rashi explains it wasn't made of earth, it was, it was a frame which they filled with earth wherever they're all the different places where they stopped. And later, the, pasuk, the next Pasuk says, havanim, uh, eventually you'll make that Mizbeach out of stone. And then you can't, you can't, um, you can't uh, um, ma- chop the stones with, with metal. And also, then you should build a ramp. Because, because if you don't build a ramp, it's, it's, it could be disrespectful to them. That's how the Torah finishes off. Now, the Im Mizbech Habanim sounds like it's a choice. And Rashi explains the three times in the Torah where it says the Im, which is also an if, if you will, which really means you have to. And this is one of those places. The question is, uh, why over here, why is the, why are we, so we sand, we ask him, why are we sandwiched Matan Torah or Maimon Harsinai between the story of Yisra coming, even if it wasn't, it wasn't, what's the limit of that, and finishing off with the story of building in Mizbech and and the, and, the, and the different uh, interesting points that we made on, on those pesukim. So, <coughs> so the Meshachachma talks about the halacha was that Hashem told Kali Yisrael that they have to stay off the mountain. They weren't allowed to come onto the mountain from from the beginning of Maimon Harsinai until until after Maimon Harsinai was finished, Kali Yisrael was going to leave. Then there would be a long shofar blowing. In which then then you know you're allowed to go on, up onto the mountain. Mm-hmm. So a basic question which which, which many people have is why was there no kedusha to Har Sinai? It was the place where Hashem revealed Himself. It's the seminal event in all of world history. Is 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 Mammon Har Sinai, Kadosh Baruch revealing Himself and giving the, and, and, and and giving the Torah to Klal Yisrael, and yet that place has no holiness to it. Why why is that? And furthermore, furthermore, a question is asked. On what we we have, it, we we learn from the pasuk, the fact that the Torah has to tell us when the kedusha 
was left, meaning it would sound like Zohar wouldn't have told Kali Yisrael that they would not have been able to go up on the mountain, that that when one bezin makes a takana, you can't, it can't be uprooted until a bigger bezin will uproot it. That's, so the question is, what do you mean? Maybe, maybe the only reason why... So then we learn from there. And they say, what do you mean? We learn, um, which means to say that without the Pasuk saying it, I would have also known that you would have been able to go back on the mountain. The question is asked, why not? Why, would you, why wouldn't you have thought that there would still be holiness on the mountain? So the Meshachachma, in two different pieces, answers these two different points. And we just put them together. And Meshachachma says, the reason why there's no Ketusha to Harsina is because we have to understand. Kaddish Baruch wants us to understand that holiness <coughs> comes from the Shekhinah. Shekhinah is holy. And the Shekhinah is holy whether we interact with the Shekhinah or not. That, that, that's the holiness that there is. So when the Shekhinah comes to a place, and I'll use an example as a gift. Like by the story when Moshe came out of Hashem in the Midbar by the Sna. When he said, take your shoes off, you can't walk, it's holy land. But after the Sna, after the Shekhinah went away, there was no holiness by that place anymore. So, so the holiness is the Shekhinah. That's what's holy. And, and the th- physical things don't become holy. It's the Shekhinah which is holy. So that's what Maimon Asina, which was the ultimate, ultimate of all holiness, we want to make sure we understood that. That, that, that the holiness of, is the Shekhinah. And we'll come back to that in one second, but let's shift to the second piece. Yet, we find, Meshach HaKhma says, that when it comes to Kedusha, holiness which is created by people, that's a holiness which lasts. Because the holiness of Harsinai, even without the Pasuk telling us, we would have known that it would have gone away, even though it was a Shekhinah. But yet, because, because, because it would, without, without, without getting into specifics, again, it's too complicated, from that story we see that if a person makes holiness, that's a holiness that lasts. That's a holiness that doesn't go away. Which, what it, but the holiness that a person creates is really just connecting to the Shekhinah. So how does that mean? Why do we, how does that holiness stay in the Shekhinah's holiness just by being here doesn't stay? And the answer is, because the Shekhinah is Kedusha, the Kaddish Baruch is, is all of holiness. Whatever is connected with Hashem is holy. We live in a physical world. Hashem placed us in this physical world, and our job is in this physical world to connect this physical world to Hashem. That's a very basic, that's our basic job in this world as human beings, to connect this world to Hashem. When Hashem revealed Himself, He was giving us the rules, He was giving us the instructions by which how we're supposed to connect to Him and to the, to the world, us, us to connect Him and to connect the world to Him. So that means that Hashem's Shechina, that's Kedusha, always existed, whether, whether it's connected, like the Meshach says, Hashem's Shechina is holy regardless of if it's connected with us. That's the holiness of Hashem has nothing to do with us per se. But when we bring that Kedusha and we connect that holiness to this world, that's a Kedusha that lasts. Because we've, we've accomplished what we were supposed to do by bringing that holiness to this world. That's what Hashem wanted to do. Kedusha that, yes, Kedusha that we create remains, even though if Hashem Himself would have, would have appeared on a certain spot, that's the holiness doesn't stay necessarily because Hashem's holiness is, is disconnected from this world. But when we make that connection and we connect to this world, because that's our job, we live in this world, and we bring Kedusha to the world, we can make a holiness which remains. So that, 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 that using those two pieces of Meshach And if we understand things in that manner, we can go back and understand, we can possibly understand why we need it as a haktama, as a preface to Matan Torah, we had to know about Yisrael coming. Because who is Yisrael? Yisrael, especially if you understand Yisrael came after Matan Torah. So Yisrael came, joined Kalal Yisrael, and ultimately brought his whole family to join Kalal Yisrael, and he didn't go through Matan Torah. It wasn't something that he went through, but yet he accomplished the same thing. Because all Maimon HaSinai did, Maimon HaSinai brought, made the Shechina and the Kedusha available to us to seize and to connect with. Once, it, once that happened, a person can connect to the Shechina, connect to the Shechina, even if he wasn't by Maimon HaSinai. And that's very important for us to understand, both from a, 
you know, Chazal said that everyone was by Marmon Arsina, but we physically didn't. We physically didn't live there, so we maybe could feel disconnected. But if you see from Yisrael, Yisrael wasn't there potentially. And certainly, part of the story was took place later. Was out of order. So it's important to mention Yisrael coming by his own volition and coming to join Klai Yisrael. He was able to accomplish the same thing as those that were by Sinai. Just why? Because the, what happened by Sinai was that we connected with Hashem. That, that's, that, that's what it was. And Yisrael chose to connect with Hashem. It wasn't the Maimon Arsini itself. It wasn't the, it wasn't the that, that didn't have to be part of the equation of coming connected to Hashem. And that could be why we end the parsha with, with the Mizbech Adama. Mizbech Adama is, Rashi says, it's wherever they went, they filled the Mizbech up with earth. Wherever you go, you, you can make that same, you can make the Kedusha happen. And perhaps that's why the next passage phrases something which you had to do, an obligation, in terms of it being, in terms of it being a, a choice, as if, because it's just up to you. You would just have to connect with Hashem, and you break that. You can make that kedusha happen. And just as one aside, it's famous. Rashi brings and Pasuk says that Kadosh Baruch Hu took the mountain and held it over Klai Yisrael and sort of forced us to accept the Torah, right? Until until Purim, we accepted the Torah not by force. We accepted the Torah because we wanted to. And and what was the result of that? The result of that was a yantif that celebrates the holiness of the physical. The avodah of Purim is all about eating and drinking and being happy. Because even in there is holiness. Because when we accept the Torah, when we accept it, we accept it on ourselves, we bring, we bring Kedusha, we bring Kedusha into this world, we bring Kedusha into this physical world, and we bring Kedusha into ourselves. And, and, and so that's a great lesson, because sometimes people think, you know, we, we haven't fulfilled the Torah we were supposed to, we haven't connected with Hashem. But you know what? That's the past. And now, you just focus on the fact that I'm seizing the moment now, I'm seizing that holiness, and now I'm going to make something which lasts. I'm going to raise myself up, and I'm going to raise the whole world up. And in fact, the Bryce says, that every day, Rice and Ovis says, that every day a Baskal goes out from Harsinai and screams out, What was to the people from the embarrassment of the Torah? Let me say, somewhere, it's, this is not, not a physical call necessarily, right? But the call comes out to the whole world, across the same, across the same, the whole world you can connect to the Torah, and you hear that cry, from the embarrassment of the Torah, because if you connect to the Torah, why is that? Because wherever you are, you have that opportunity to connect to, to the holiness of the Torah, connect to the holiness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and not only that, by connecting with the holiness of Hashem, you can, you can make the world holy, and you can make yourself holy. So none of us have any excuses, because no matter where we are in the world, no matter where we are in our own, our own level of, of greatness, we can always seize that moment and always seize that connection with Hashem. And that's what we see from the parasha. And